0: hi i'm holly and i am danielle and you're listening to spooky hour hello friends hello guess what this bitch isn't not me but the other bitch is engaged (laughs) the other
1: bitch (laughs) (laughs) for those who have not seen carl finally did the thing it took him like (laughs) fucking 10 years it'll be 10 years in july that's embarrassing yeah, I'm sorry. and uh, Kevin already chirped that I'm going to talk about my ring like 10,000 times, so like let me just, my ring, I have yeah. a ring. I it's have gorgeous. It. Ring, ring, ring. It is really pretty. I really like it.
0: I told Stuart I needed a new one.
1: <laughs> Upgrade. Upgrade. <laughs> I told Carl if we win the lottery, I want a much larger one, but like for the first round, it's really nice.
0: <laughs> it is really fun. He did a really good job. I'm very surprised. Yeah,
1: so like to be quite honest, I'm a control freak and we went looking like over a year ago. And I, like, narrowed it down for him so there was no way he could fuck it up. But, like, he he picked the good one. <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> he, um, I'm too much of a control freak to let him just, like, pick. Did he tell
0: anyone? Or did he just, like... <laughs> no. Oh, he No. He didn't so, I thought he it. told...
1: I, I thought he told my sister mm-hmm. because my sister had been bugging me to get my nails done. So, I've been going to get my nails done. because She's like, let's go every Saturday to get our nails done. I'm stopping that because that shit's expensive. But, yeah. So, I thought she knew... And uh when I asked him, I was like, Oh my god, is that why Bethany's been asking to get my nails done? He's like, No, I didn't tell her. I was like, What? Like, <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I was like, What? <laughs> like That's so funny. So apparently he had it, he's had it for a while and he said he's brought it like a couple times when we've been like out and about and he just hasn't done it. Done it. Yeah. So he's like, Yeah, I didn't really have a plan. It was just gonna be like whenever the vibe was right. I was like, Carl, that's insane.
0: Like <laughs> That is insane. And we've been, like, chirping him for so fucking long. And he's just had it this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what we-
1: but no, it was lovely. We were up in Barrie. Uh, we had a tattoo appointment. And we went for a little hike uh, the day before our appointment. So oh, yeah, cute. It was cute. And then we went to Mandarin, as one does. Um, it's such a you vibe. That's so you. <laughs> it was perfect, honestly. And you then did. you went and got tortured. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Bless Hannah, but, like, fuck <laughs> i did i show you the picture of my uh, arms yeah my arm yeah my arm was like 10 times its normal size but yeah no it was a good weekend we're doing the thing we're not doing anytime soon hell no that's just expensive i want a house first but i didn't want to buy a house with a boyfriend that was something i was very firm on (laughs) really yeah i didn't want to buy a house with a boyfriend i needed to buy a house with a fiance or a husband like but like what if you
0: guys break up sorry to like throw that in there i don't know but everybody's been asking me that i was like that's why are we going there but no that's what i mean it's just like why would it matter if it's i mean like if it was a boyfriend for like three seconds totally
1: but, yeah i don't know it was just it, I, it for me it felt like juvenile if that makes sense like me and my boyfriend like it's I, I don't know it just didn't feel i don't know i don't want to say serious because it know. was like 10 years did you say cousin? <laughs> you say <your> cousin <laughs> <laughs> it's a layered joke yeah, it is lots of layers to that but one. yeah so there we go i have actual good news for once nobody died
0: it's so exciting um nobody died holly <laughs>
1: <laughs> well like the last like four years has just been like people dying and shit so it's nice to actually have good news i mean
0: that's very uh, true we're all so excited yeah
1: We're going to try to plan, like, a little party for the summer. So I used to hate engagement parties. I thought they were just, like, an attention-seeking thing. Mm. But because we're not going to get married for probably, like, at least three years, I'm like, I want to have a party.
0: Totally. It's a good (laughs) excuse to have a party. Hell yeah. I'm so excited.
1: But yeah, exciting. And another good news, there's going to be a Twilight TV show. Oh my god, I'm (laughs) so pumped for that. I hope it happens.
0: Because, like, my- Apparently it is.
1: Like, all of the, like, entertainment- sources i've been posting it and stuff it's um i want to say it's through summit yeah because like they still own the legal
0: rights to it
1: yeah i will only watch it if it's cast the exact same way
0: <laughs> with like robert like all of them back yeah absolutely i think it would or be like, hilarious like it would be or like, like at least like sorry go ahead or like you know how like with the like that 70s show they brought kind of everyone back somehow like <laughs> yeah oh my god
1: they, they just play different roles um i saw a tweet where it's like i will only watch this if they cast a closeted lesbian and a guy who's like insistently trying to get fired by his uh agent because you know how like through all the interviews and stuff uh robert pattinson was just like yeah, no, this movie sucks this yeah. is so stupid <laughs> and then kristen stewart was just like yeah i'm totally dating robert pattinson for sure absolutely <laughs>
0: Ugh, I so yeah that's the it. vibe so i want i want that.
1: i want people who are just as miserable in those
0: roles yeah it's very true like you just need that vibe i'm just excited for like the twilight music like oh my god they have to keep the same soundtrack i was gonna like sing it but i'm not going to you know the one i'm thinking of which it's- oh yeah the opening one yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you are thinking, but i'm not gonna hum it for you guys because let's just i wonder ears. how
1: they're gonna do it though like it's it's gotta have like a whoops like a set end right like you can't go on forever when you do a show like that because we know the end of the story are they gonna do like one season per book like
0: yeah i wonder if like because like you know like the show vampire diaries yeah that was also a book and i like i read like one of the books i don't know it was like high school so i don't really remember it to be honest and it, they, they veered off from the
1: book. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, did they end yeah. up like,
0: veering off? So like, maybe that's what they're going to okay. do. Okay. So
1: that would be interesting where they just kind of steal the characters and kind of build their own plots. Yeah. Is this going to be another vampire resurgence? Or are we going to have a whole bunch of like teen fiction vampire f- things? Because like, I'm here for it.
0: I feel like it's coming. Like apparently. So Stephanie Meyer said that she was like going to write like, I don't know if it's like another Twilight book, but like kind of like maybe like a sp- spin-off version she said she has ideas but it's not happening like anytime soon kind of thing um but she's like thought about it but like with all like if you go into like hot topic like there's a whole fucking wall dedicated to twilight like it's like thriving i love that i love it (laughs) (laughs) this is our time it is it's hilarious
1: that's all the new and exciting things we've got
0: yeah i don't have any. should we just get into it should we just get spooky let's do it if I can find my script, <laughs> <I> found it. <laughs> okay. So I looked up the name of this hospital and for the life of me, can't remember what the pronunciation was. So we're just going to go with that. I love this. Oh, we're, we're doing a hospital. By this the is way. exactly
1: what we were talking about earlier. <laughs>
0: Literally. It's so bad. Like I'm embarrassing for myself. Um, so we're talking about St. Ignatius? Ignatius. Oh, Ignatius. Yeah. That thing. That one. Yeah. That hospital um if i did it before i'm sorry i don't think i did but i do so many hospitals but
1: um, yeah so in 18- i do
0: that all the time a
1: lot of the times i scroll through our old episodes to make sure i haven't done it because i'm like this sounds oddly familiar <laughs> yeah
0: i mean like all the hospitals kind of like blend together like yeah, old and creepy right so um but i just wanted like a plain jane like spooky one that we had to do classic yeah um I was gonna say something, and I, there was like a thought in my brain, and guys, it left so fucking fast. <laughs> like, holy They're shit! They're long enough just to like bloop. Yeah, long enough for me. Like, where the fuck did it go? Um, so in 1892, there was a reverend. He would think he was like a Roman Catholic. Uh, said they needed to improve. Um, they needed like a, a new and improved like healthcare facility in their area, which was like in Washington, which is like twilight, like four. Oh Christian. my god, that's so funny. <laughs>
1: I just, which is like Twilight, right. <laughs>
0: um, and apparently back then it was normal for like healthcare facilities to get their start through like religious organizations. So he mm-hmm. traveled to Portland, Oregon. Oh my god, isn't that that's a twilight reference too to Portland, Oregon. Yeah, they're
1: all like filmed there and they, they oh, drive there in that's one episode. What it is. I didn't know that. I saw a video the other day on Instagram being like all the twilight filming locations and they're all in Oregon. I'm like, "Hold on. Why did we not just film in Washington
0: like?" Because it's not gloomy like Oregon is apparently. Yeah. That is so funny. What a twilight bash today, guys. Um so he met with the Sisters of Charity and they helped fund and like start the hospital. Um there was also like private lenders and then the town of colfax won the bid for the hospital to be built in that area so like i think the like the way they bid it like there was like three different types of towns that bid for it but like they bid like the cost of the land and stuff and i think theirs was like the cheapest um so they went there so the construction started in april of 1893 and they had a temporary like wooden building on site as like a hospital and the sisters of charity provided like care to the patients Um, it was completed in 1894 and opened that same year. So it grew over the years, adding like additions and wings. Um, there was a school of nursing that was created through the hospital and the first graduating class was in 1911. Um, the, the school of nursing that was established in this hospital actually had the first two male nurses graduate from their program in 1941, which is fun. Yeah. Um,
1: that's so like funny to think about. Like there's not many professions where it's like the first male, like you usually think to so, like the first female this. Yeah. You know? because well, that's
0: funny. M- like we live in a world where it's like men can't take care of people, so <laughs> they can't take care of themselves. I mean... They can't take care of people. <laughs> uh, Good gosh. Go back to Stuart screaming, Mom, where's my sock? I <laughs> will never get that noise out of my head, trust me. It was like the first week i met him we're in his house and he's like screaming for his mother being like mom where's my socks i'm like don't you know where your own fucking socks are <laughs> and, and you stuck with them i did
1: <laughs> and I now did. it's
0: Danielle where are my socks literally it's like coming full <laughs> circle guys <laughs> like bro you don't have any socks because you don't do your laundry so oh my god <laughs> oh man good thing he doesn't listen to this right i honest every time i roast him i tell him after too he's like Thanks. i tell carl all the time too absolutely i told him about the alabama joke oh he probably hated it <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah i'm never letting it go so that's just it um so obviously over the years the hospital got run down as this um was run again purely on donations and it wasn't like government assisted and maintaining mm-hmm. and upgrading became too difficult uh the doors of the hospital were officially closed in august of 1964 um they were forced um or sorry they faced closure from the state and like a bigger and like better hospital was built um in town but like down the way um or just like outside out the outskirts of town sorry um so they're like losing patience to that Um, it was then made into an assisted living facility and, um, which ended up closing in 2000. Uh, it was officially considered abandoned in 2003. Uh, it was then bought by a private owner who opened the hospital for tours in 2015. It was then bought again in 2021. I don't believe it's open to the public currently. And the new owners are trying to like partially renovate like the hospital for tours to begin again. But like it's why is that the thing like why why do they always open up as like a
1: tourist spot why not just like you know another hospital (laughs) because
0: they make a lot of money yeah no that's exactly it you're right (laughs) yeah i get actually get into that which is really funny um so this place is supposed to be extremely haunted as we know hospitals built in the 1800s were never that great uh, especially ones that are religious um now Mm. there someone's gonna hit me for that (laughs) but like it's common like denominator guys i Um, mean facts are facts yeah i'm just going based on the facts uh so now there are a lot of deaths in this hospital but from the records that are available there was no like tragic accidents or anything like that um what the fuck was that sorry someone dropped something upstairs oh my god something like dropped in that room i was like holly you need to. no it's right above me (laughs) sorry if you guys heard that honestly it scared me (laughs) Um, there are rumors that someone like touring the abandoned hospital actually felt like they not with like the tour, but like just snuck in, uh, ended up falling down the elevator shaft. And oh. apparently like, that's not true. And there's a few like suicides, like rumored to happen that t- took place on the facility. But again, there's like no public records to this. So it's not like confirmed, but those are like some like folklore tales that happened in this place um the very first patient to die at the hospital was a man who was a local he was working on a railroad nearby he was crushed between two railroad cars Ooh, um, gross. and just the fact that he was alive when they got him like out of those two railroad yeah. cars all the way to the hospital like that must have been no thank you f- fucking painful bro <laughs> Um, so there are reports of a very large black mass that will literally like attack people in the building. Um, this spirit is extremely angry. It has kicked people, pushed people, scratched people, you name it, it's done it. Uh so people think it was the first patient to die in the hospital. So there's no evidence this man was like mean or anything while alive, but people theorize he's just been stuck in the lo- like in the walls yeah. of the hospital for so long that he's just now like a miserable crust. So. in
1: um in supernatural ghosts like start to lose their minds over time like they start out like they remember who they are they remember yeah. like how they die blah, blah blah and the longer they stay uh like in between realms the like more crazy they go it's kind like like of like they lose their humanity that's exactly it yes thank you for i couldn't i couldn't english yeah. you nailed it <laughs> I was like, that
0: makes sense because like they're dead they don't really have humanity but like in that which sense yeah
1: no that's exactly it side note i finally
0: finished supernatural we're so proud of you (laughs) thank you thank you okay continue (laughs) um i uh good god you've committed to that and i'm very proud (laughs) um so how there have been like odd growls heard so it's like your basic haunting but like you get attacked by like a puff of black clouds um (laughs) <laughs> so prior to people owning it in 2021 the previous owners held ghost tours especially like in October apparently the new owners intend to keep the tours but the place is current like it's a fucking disaster like it was like placed on like um like a very like the most dangerous site enlisted in like that oh. area yeah it's not doing well <laughs> like the ceiling is falling just through. like structurally oh yeah, okay yeah yeah it's just like not safe um but they said they didn't want to like screw up a good thing because the tours were really well. So they're trying to like fix it to make it safe, but then they want to like open it up for tours again. So when the tours were running, um, they were run by a lady named Valerie. She was, um, an executive director. I don't know if she still is, but at this time she was, uh, for the downtown association and she works for nonprofits for the city of Colfax. Um, so it was her idea to start the ghost tours because she thought it would increase tourism for the town and the owners at the time were like, fuck yeah, let's do it um so during these tours people have seen shadows down hallways like there would be people like passing by and then just disappearing like people that aren't with the tour um valerie said one night she was doing a tour with a group of kids after their homecoming dance and they were on the fourth floor i love that (laughs) right um they're on the fourth floor when it sounded like there was a group of people running up the stairs after them she said it was so loud and she checked the stairs and no one was there the group of kids ended up crying and honestly i fucking would too um late yeah but a lot of the people that have like seen ghosts there like it's been on like i'm sure it's been on ghost adventures uh <laughs> but a lot of like ghost shows sorry i'm in a mid-yawn. i'm tired guys uh, <laughs> um it's past our bedtime again way past our bedtime um but yeah it's been on a lot of like ghost shows and um it's just it it mainly focuses on that one like dark entity they say like one spirit um but a lot of people have like it's like your typical like knocking on doors doors moving and stuff like that but like could you imagine going in there and like the ceiling is like collapsing and then like you think it's like a ghost like like, I feel like if it's so unsturdy that, like, there has to be some, like...
1: Oh, like, some of the creeks are, like,
0: just the building? Probably, like, explained, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, being attacked would fucking suck, but yeah. Sh-
1: giant floating black mass, though, I'm not sure. Yeah, Not no. sure that one
0: could be a structural thing. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, But, yeah, there's no, like, I try to find reports on, like, if there's any, like, bodies buried on the property and there's no reports of it um but a lot of patients did die in like their rooms at the time yeah with the assisted living facility like a lot of people died there um but yeah so that's the haunting it's just one of those places where people get stuck yeah stuck but like it's kind of cool that they're kind of like trying to revamp it because it's such a huge thing for the town the town's really small right yeah and apparently it brought in like a lot of money with those i hope they
1: like restore it in a way where it's like doesn't lose its, um, like the historic look, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I hate when people like like restore things and it just looks completely modern and like not what it's supposed to look
0: like, you know? More like, like, restore it instead of like renovate restore it. Restore
1: instead of exactly. Yeah. You nailed
0: that. Again. Once again. <laughs> Can I pronounce the name of this hospital? Absolutely not. But everything Absolutely else, not. I'm, go- I'm making up for it. <laughs> Gotta make up for it somewhere. But yeah, the tours brought in like, The girl, like that Valerie girl, was saying, like people stayed at the hot the hotels. They bought our gas. Like they spent their money.
1: Go for dinner. They like yeah, that's awesome. So hopefully
0: they like redo it and then they reopen it because I would love to go. That would be fun. Add that to our bucket list. Yeah, which we will do one day. One day (laughs) we'll go to Washington when we win the lottery. When yeah, only when we win the lottery. well that's fun yeah
1: um mine's not as fun mine's kind of one of those ones that like pisses you off a little bit oh good so Um, i'm not gonna be
0: tired after this episode just be mad
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so i kept wanting to say like while i was writing it i kept wanting to say that it was like preventable yeah because we'll get into it but like i don't know i think it's preventable but We'll we'll talk. Okay. Let's so today we're going to talk uh, about the tragic murder of 15 year old Riley Crossman. Uh, Riley lived in West Virginia and was your typical teenage girl. She loved to perform, both singing and dancing, and her friends just adored her. Um, in the documentary I watched, one of her friends said that they were so close, and Riley was over so often. Her mom would like give Riley chores to do around the house. That is hilarious. And it reminded me of your mom a little bit you, for some reason. I feel yeah, <laughs> totally absolutely in high school i was just like constantly there um but yeah so she like treated her like another daughter essentially um she'd recently started dating a boy named hayden and the two were super cute together riley's mom was a big fan of him um riley's parents were divorced and she spent the majority of her time at her mom's because it was closest to her school her mother chantel lived with her boyfriend andy mccauley Uh, the family was not well off, but they did their best to make ends meet. Chantel worked two jobs and was usually only home enough for a quick nap between shifts. Um, on May 7th, 2019, Riley came home from from school around 3.30 PM and her mom was asleep on the couch. Uh, woke up and headed off to work, leaving Riley with her grandmother for the night. Riley went up to bed around 9 PM and that was the last time anyone had seen her alive chantel came home around 10 p.m that night and saw that riley had closed her door so she just went to bed without checking on her assuming she was asleep uh the next morning chantel woke up to get ready for work normally riley would like pop in to say good morning on her way to school but she didn't come in yet um chantel knocked on riley's door but there was no answer she opened it and riley was already gone and she just kind of assumed that she'd like left for school early to meet with uh her boyfriend hayden because he was going on like a a field trip that day and she's like oh that's right like he's on a field trip she just went early so she could see him before he left kind of thing i could never Um,
0: assume that i'd be so
1: worried no um sorry i have heartburn i had sushi
0: for lunch (laughs) Um, i am so jealous
1: it was so good it was it was 420 that's all i'm saying oh, um fuck yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> at uh 3 30 p.m chantel's mom slash riley's grandma called her to say that riley had not come home yet uh, Chantel tried calling and texting her, but the messages went undelivered, and the calls went straight to vo- voicemail. Uh, this was really unusual, because Riley was practically glued to her phone, and according to her mom, she, like, always had it plugged in and charging. Yeah. Like, she said she was one of those people that, like, sat at the wall while it was charging kind of thing. Um, so Chantelle called the high school, and they told her that Riley had been marked absent all day, but they didn't call the mom. And Why actually, this they? case uh it just wasn't a policy at the time and because of this case they instated it as a policy that they like you know how we got those automatic my mom got so many
0: phone calls
1: (laughs) it was after every period i'm pretty sure if you missed a period you got the automatic like insert last name here (laughs) was this person yeah this person no totally Um, it was
0: really annoying
1: so they they instated this policy after this case happened. Yeah.
0: Um. So Chantel
1: flew into a panic and drove to the school to meet up with Hayden, who was just returning from his field trip. Uh, he said he hadn't heard from Riley all day either. And he didn't even he didn't even get a text message from her. So this is all really unusual for her um chantelle drove home and called 911 reporting riley as missing she also had her ex-husband drive down to help with the search within a few hours police family and volunteers were all out searching for riley uh originally police questioned whether she had just run away she was a teenage girl they do that sometimes but everyone insisted that she wouldn't do that without at least texting someone anyone um during the search of riley's room investigators found personal belongings things like her wallet her glasses and her backpack um all things that one would assume she'd take with her if she had run away um as their search continued they made a grave discovery they found blood stains on her pillowcase and bed sheets and uh later they would test it and they found that uh saliva was mixed in with the blood as well um so this solidified that riley had not run away but was most likely abducted um investigators called in some of riley's friends for questioning to try to create a timeline of events for that day uh, while no one had seen her since school the previous day a couple friends said that they were up texting her around midnight on the day she went missing uh hayden her boyfriend told investigators that he was texting riley before he went to bed at 11:01 p.m he received his last two text messages from her the first one read quote andy's in my room and 12 minutes later she sent another saying quote i'm scared babe she called him around five thirty. The, the boyfriend chantelle's boyfriend her mom's boyfriend
0: oh mm.
1: it was like so, give me like
0: shivers
1: yeah so she called hayden around five thirty a.m as well but he was asleep and missed the call and that was the last time she was heard from Uh, So the investigation dragged on until May 16th, 2019. So this is eight days later. Investigators found the decomposed body of a young female in Berkeley County. Um, Chantel had to identify her daughter by the clothing she was wearing. And a later autopsy would confirm that it was 15 year old Riley and she had been pretty brutally murdered. Uh, I don't get into a whole lot of details because I don't like to do that um investigators could tell by the state of her body that it had been a violent attack um however due to the rate of decomposition they were unable to determine the exact cause of death um i'm assuming it's just because it was hot okay at the time okay um riley was found in a trash bag and was covered in a white chalky substance which investigators thought uh was like drywall mud Uh, Her clothes were torn in a manner that would suggest she had been assaulted but again they were unable to confirm that Um, police began to switch uh, their investigation from a missing person to a homicide case they called in the family including her mom's boyfriend Andy for questioning everyone seemed to have a solid alibi except for Andy um during the interview they asked him to confirm his whereabouts on may 8th originally he said he was at work the whole day uh but when the police interviewed his colleagues they said that andy had left the job site for five hours that day
0: Hmm. my five
1: whole hours um so when questioned about this andy somehow forgot that he left the job site and came up with various excuses uh first he said he was buying coke from his drug dealer uh, and then he said he went to his house to get drugs that he would left there for him and his co-worker Um, i don't know what the fuck he did for work i think they were in like construction or contract work or something but his co-worker ended up telling investigators that there was quote more than enough cocaine on the job site so andy had no reason to leave and get more um he insisted (laughs) that andy (laughs) yeah i have no idea where they work i don't know if i want in on it or not but um blah, blah blah so he insisted uh that andy told him that he was leaving to meet quote some girl that he had mentioned um so as andy kept making up stories the evidence against him started to pile up so, they uh, questioned Chantelle again and they asked her if she'd noticed anything weird on the day Riley went missing. And Chantelle said Andy's reaction to the news was not what she expected. Uh, when she told him, he looked, quote, more skittish than worried. Uh, Chantelle told investigators that Andy ran into the house, grabbed something that she didn't see, and took off without saying a word. He would later tell her that he went off searching in a panic. Um, on the day that riley went missing one of the neighbors noticed a green truck in the crossman's driveway uh this struck him as odd because chantel always had the car because she was the one working two different jobs and andy didn't have a license so they had no idea whose truck that was and they thought it was weird that there was a strange truck in the driveway yeah um after uh, some digging, nosy neighbors are like the best the best yeah. that's why you always sit on the porch with your cup of tea and- totally always <laughs> Um, So after some digging investigators Learned that the truck belonged to one of Andy's Coworkers they obtained a Warrant to search the truck and found the same uh, Powdery drywall mud In the truck bed they also found Sheet metal screws which makes sense If they worked in the trades but this stood out To them because they had seen two of the same uh, Screws like Right next to Riley's body on the day she Was discovered Mm -hmm. Um, and one Of the investigators pointed that out and she was like "Uh, I've seen these screws before they Were at the, the crime scene Um, so they thought that was odd, and because of this, they brought in a cadaver dog to sniff the truck, and this confirmed that Riley had been in the bed of the truck. Um, using surveillance footage from various homes and businesses around town, police were able to spot Andy, who, again, does not have a license, behind the wheel of the truck in multiple locations, all close to the family's home. I thought this was actually kind of cool, so the, the documentary I watched, it's like a, I don't know if it's a TV series. I found it on YouTube, but it's all about crimes that are solved using like surveillance cameras. So everything from like businesses to like, you know, the ring cam on, on your own private home and stuff. Yeah. So they gathered all of this footage from like, you know, people's houses, different businesses and stuff. It just tracked him the whole way it's driving so around.
0: Smart. And then you, you can essentially build a timeline of where people are just. Yeah. That. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what they did. Um, so investigators presented Andy with the evidence, and he tried to come up with more stories about driving around town buying drugs, but it was no use. He was arrested and charged with first-degree murder, concealment of a body, and child abuse. Um, so I say this is preventable because I don't think this was, like, a one-time thing. Like, so they it can't be confirmed because of the state of her body but they heavily suggest that she was sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and if you're living with someone who's capable of that like i don't think it's like a one-time thing i think there was a history there especially if she's texting her boyfriend being like i'm scared and he's in my room so that's why like like this case pissed me off is because like why is he in your home yeah. you know yeah that's really why annoying. is he still there yeah um So the trial began in September 2021, more than two years after Riley had gone missing. During the trial, uh, the prosecution presented over 240 pieces of evidence and brought 25 witnesses forward to testify against Andy. Um, Hayden took the stand and recounted the text messages he had received about Andy being in Riley's room and the uh, prosecution really leaned on this to build their case so they alleged that andy was high on drugs and entered the room in an attempt to sexually assault riley when she started to yell they claimed that he covered her face with a pillow smothering her in the process and that's how the saliva and the blood ended up on the pillow um the defense's only real rebuttal to this was that most of the evidence was circumstantial that's all they had to cling to yeah um after deliberation, though, the jury found Andy McCauley guilty on all charges uh, at the hearing. He was originally given the chance of parole after 15 years. <laughs> but Riley's family fought back. Um, I didn't put the dad's speech in it, but if you want to look it up, it's actually quite uh, I mean, it's sad, but like moving, I guess. So he they basically told the court that Riley had only lived for 15 years before Andy murdered her. So the sentence wasn't fair to her to only put him in jail for 15 years essentially yeah um and the judge ended up agreeing and andy was handed down two life sentences without the possibility of parole so may he rot miserably for the rest of his days that is amazing um interesting thing about him though too like once he realized he fucked up he was completely silent for like the whole trial i'm sure didn't say anything didn't admit didn't deny just was silent like the whole time
0: (laughs) dirt dupe big do big that made a lot of sense what a
1: dirt bag. bag but yeah that that case bothered me because like just i mean you don't know what goes on in people's homes i guess but just like my train of thought was like he had to have done something before like this couldn't have been just like a one time like if she was already afraid of him already like and he felt free to just walk in her room like that like to me that was like why is he in your home still
0: yeah unless it's like obviously if her mom just didn't know but like if she's already like verbalized it to her boyfriend yeah
1: yeah i was just wondering if there's I like, other just... text
0: messages that they could have pulled to see if she's ever said anything like yeah, that. yeah i would be
1: interested to see that too i don't i don't i didn't see any mm-hmm. but i would think that she at least verbalized it to her boyfriend if she starts it with saying andy's in my room yeah like i don't know and then it like just in that kind of
0: like scenario you don't want to like jump to conclusions or like assume but like if she's already verbalized that to you why wouldn't you do something about it
1: yeah i don't know and i i kind of like i feel bad for her mom chantelle because like she she worked two jobs like she was either working or sleeping essentially so maybe she couldn't see what was going on like you don't really know i guess it just rubbed me the wrong way like he should have never been in that home
0: yeah and that's such a bummer but like i don't know yeah
1: gross case sorry guys
0: yeah that wasn't a nice case no at all. But I'm really glad I did I did not write out.
1: one last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's never getting out. Good. The dad's speech was uh it was something. He just kept reiterating like my daughter only lived fifteen years. Like that's not just, you know. Yeah, that's
0: not fair. Absolutely not. This world is a really well, sick place.
1: It's fucked. It is really fucked that some people are just like that. It's so gross. Sad. It is sad. Well, <laughs> on that note but at least
0: he was found so that's a good one and they figured it out and now he's brought yeah in jail. Th-
1: he is gonna rot in jail forever he will not get parole there he will sit uh-huh that's
0: what you get. <laughs> dickwad
1: oh <laughs> uh, well on that pleasant note i always feel like i'm the debbie downer but
0: <laughs> sometimes yes absolutely but <laughs> <laughs>
1: come be our friend still uh, if you still like me
0: <laughs> i think everyone loves you um, our instagram <laughs> is a spooky hour podcast <laughs> the twitter is at spooky hour and the email is <laughs> you, it's corn she's drinking out of the corn it's corn, corn. Cup. it's corn.
1: honestly this is the best water cup it stays so cold does it good yeah it stays so cold cool. off topic sorry guys
0: <laughs> yeah i just love it um but yeah and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com you all know you all know you should know by now that's my uh, one of my
1: posts this week i was like you know the drill link in bio yeah you know the drill <laughs> listen to us listen to us well cause... have a lovely week friends yeah we will see you in two weeks and stay spooky
0: stay spooky bye bye, bye.